you're listening to Swinging Down Under, a podcast about the swinging, non-monogamous lifestyle, from two crazy Australians with over four years of lifestyle antics to keep you entertained, informed, angry, happy and horny. Join our international swinging adventures. And welcome. I'm C, crazy female Australian Sheila and believer of all things love, balance and sexy times. And this is Dee. I'll be doing my best to keep the dad jokes to a minimum, which is probably going to be highly unlikely. Along with that, I'll keep seeing check where I can. Did I mention I'm a pilot? We'll be your podcast host for today, so sit back and enjoy the sweet, sweet Welcome melodies. everyone to podcast Stardate um, 152, which is the, um, the, the new beginning. This is the new generation of podcasts where Daryl speaks in a baritone. Somewhat like our, um, our friend who comes on regularly and, you know, pretends that he's Oscar, is it? No, Oscar? the cookie, cookie Monster, Cookie babe. Monster, sorry, my bad. <laughs> so, Daryl, welcome back. You've just gotten off a flight from Australia and in, what, three, four hours you're leaving for another flight to Malaysia, correct? That's uh, two hours, yeah. Whatever, yep. You need to pack and go, basically. So we're doing a, a podcast on the run here. So welcome, everybody, to episode 95, whatever the star date was that Daryl just said, who knows. And uh, this is... Next generation. Next it's generation. Star- yeah, we're into the next generation of Stardust. You don't now. say next generation though, because that's super lame and old person. What you say is next gen. No, because this, the title of the Star Trek was Next Generation. Yeah, so. I know, but new people, young people. Next gen like is me. a whole. Next gen's a whole nother, It's a whole another movie. You can't <laughs> say next gen. People will be confused. I think we're talking about robots. We're not talking about robots. We're talking about Star Trek and Stardust. That's right. We're not talking about robots because they well, will uh, eventually take over the world. What hopefully. we are, what we are talking about though, is the best swinger dates. Hopefully, they're female robots. They'll do a lot better job than the man robots (laughs) (laughs) holy shit I'm just going to leave that one. Uh, so, yeah, the best. Just leave that sit there and marinate. Gonna no, nobody's uh, going to bomb that. No, no, for sure. So that's what, hashtag girls better than guys? Is that what you're going for? Oh, uh, yeah, let's do that. Girl robots rule? Girl robots, yeah. Hail, hail girl. You lost it. Yeah. You were on a roll there and then you lost it. Okay. Yep. So we're talking about the best swinger dates today. We're going to talk about some of our experiences over the past five years. And we're also going to share some of the feedback that we received on Twitter about other people and what they thought about lifestyle dates. Now, So I need to say, for those of you out there writing on Twitter, can you write with a bigger font, please? Because those <laughs> of us who have to wear glasses to read shit can't read the font size. Sweetie, I think that might be Kate. Can you please print stuff in bigger font? Same, same. Same, same? All right. Same, same. Same, 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 but, same, same but different. If anyone wants a T-shirt from Bangkok, let us know. So the reason that I wanted to bring this up was, I'm going to be honest, I'm I'm bored. I'm bored with dating, with first dates in particular. I'm bored with going to the usual dates, which is just, you know, stand-up tappers, cocktail bar, you know, high tables and all that. Like I, I'm a bit bored and I was curious about what everybody else... So just maybe go straight for an anal finger blast and... I could go for anal finger blasting, but, um, you know, I think that's kind of second or third date material, no? Well, that's up to you. I mean, you said you were bored. I can spice it up real quick. Well, let, let me ask you. can choke you out on the first date. Are you, are you bored with dating on the first dates? Are you bored with going to a bar and kind of doing the same old, same old thing? Are you bored because you're um, sick of drinking or because you're taking a little time off drinking now to get your Ooh. little patootie back into shape? <laughs> Maybe that's part of it. Maybe, I mean, right now, you're right. I, I'm I'm trying to be a little bit more healthy. I'm not drinking at the moment. So <laughs> it's been a week. 
Jesus, I'm not sure that counts. Fucking hell. Oh, it's been a, it's been a <laughs> Today week. Today is the eighth day and I'm extraordinarily proud of myself. Thank and you. When you uh, eighth day, you should probably give yourself one of those coins. No, don't want to say that. Because no, people out there have real struggles. Yeah. That's actually a bit rough. Let me recall that. That's not fair because those of you who are out there that are working real hard at that, you should be really, really proud of yourself. I'm, I'm making a joke at Kate's expense and it shouldn't be at yours. Yeah, that's right because I, I am a, a bit of a bit of a booze hag. Booze hag She's a booze hag. Yeah, no, it is probably because I am, you know, not drinking. So the idea of kind of meeting a couple for the first date and heading out, normally it is out to a bar for a couple of drinks. And the reason that that occurs is because you're not locked down. Now, we said this, I don't know, I'm going to say like back. So finger blasting anally is locking it down, I that's, would imagine. That's, that's locking it in, locking it down and bolting it up. That's what that is. Okay, just checking. Um, we, we mentioned this, I'm going to say like back maybe in episode 10 or 11, and we realised. Start 8355. <laughs> we realised that when you go to a sit-down meal, you're locking yourself into that date. And if it doesn't go well or you're not really vibing, you've got to sit there and eat the whole bloody meal. So we realized very early on that bars were the go and not only just bars, but like high tables, you know, again, you've got the opportunity to move around and mingle. I have to say, I'm not really in agreement on the high table. It's just that if I complain about it, you get, you get crazy nuts. So um, why aren't you? Let's, let's share. Because with I reason. like, a, I like a fucking chair with a back. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's it. That's the that's the sole reason. So if it's Put a it high back. table with a chair with a back, you're yeah. you're groovy. Otherwise, what happens is I end up slouching and I look like a dog fucking a tennis ball. Mm-hmm. And that's bad look. It's not a good look. Have you ever seen a dog fucking a tennis ball? <laughs> I don't know. They look like they do yoga. Flexible. Well, yeah, very flexible. But I mean, you know, there's lots of rolls and lumps and mm-hmm. fucking things poking out. Okay. So I, I do. I love high tables. I think they're great because you can move around and you can get a bit flirty, you know, if the mood strikes. But generally that's that's a first date, right? That's a first date. I mean, yes. th- that's it. Question. What? When have you ever moved around because it got a bit flirty? Many, many times. Lies. <laughs> Many times, too many times to count. So, so I'm, I'm sick of it. So it's huge. I, it's, it's huge. It's amazing. I'm wondering. It's perfect. Shut up. I'm wondering what else is there to do for a first date, right? So I actually, you know, I, I did my usual thing. I took to Twitter and I said, hey, if you went on a first date, what would you prefer? Now, I actually did a poll and I chose some very, uh, I guess, polarizing uh, options for the poll because I wanted people to be on the fence and I wanted people to talk about this topic. And I tell you what, it bloody worked. So we got 340. 49 people respond and I gave the options as the tapas bar, so snacks and drink, um, an escape room, adult putt-putt or a cooking class. Not surprisingly, 68% of people said they'd prefer a tapas bar for snacks adult and drinks. Adult fucking putt-putt. Yeah, I know, right? Jesus. Okay. I, I like no, drinking, getting drunk and doing putt-putt. Come on. So, uh, so the, I thought the whole idea was to not to be drinking. Well, yeah, there's that. So, Falling I mean, I don't want to hey, blow any holes. 19% of people said they would consider adult putt-putt. I just want to mention that. Um, an escape room was 8% and, and a cooking class was 4%. <laughs> So 349 votes. But, I mean... So hang on, more people went with putt-putt than a cooking course? Yeah. You people are weird. Well, there you go. Different strokes for different folks, Daryl. You know, there's diversity. Oh, no, I'm not disagreeing, but come on. (laughs) You'd rather cook some Italian than than play drunken putt-putt? Yes. Mm. Well, hey. I'd rather cook some... I'd rather cook a shit sandwich than play sober putt-putt. That didn't really work that out. That didn't work out in anyone's favour. I don't know. Think you, where I was, you know where I was going. I do not know where yeah, you're going with that. involved a shit sandwich. It wasn't a good start. So the best swingers date. So a lot of people responded to this. So we're going to go one for one here and read some of the, the answers. And, and look, it was a landslide for a reason. You know, I agree with people. The idea of going to an escape room or cooking class on a first Fuck date. Fuck 
escape, being in an escape room with people you don't know and then wanting to beat them because they're like going off on some sort of weird, you know, tangent when you know the answer is just put a plus sign on the table over there. That would, yeah, that would work. All right, work. well, let's read these and then let's round up with some of our best favourite dates after this. So are you ready to get into these, Daryl? I could not be more excited. All right. First one is from Negroni Cheesecake. They said uh, this is the idea of... <laughs> their a, opinion doesn't count. This is their idea of, uh, you know, first dates. Backstage passes to Metallica and then a bonfire in the woods where we read plath to each other while gnawing on a large communal block of cheese and making occasional nervous eye contact. I think the only thing missing from that is that it's not backstage passes to Metallica, it's backstage passes to an Elton John concert. <laughs> He's going to burn you so hard for that. Yes, but it's He's true. He's joking, of course, our good friend there and a granny cheesecake down from Sydney um you know stop stop responding on Twitter because you're just a weirdo and nobody likes you um can't believe is it like three and a half thousand followers or something. it's just crazy <laughs> so that's what he thought of a first date um I not I, I reckon you're not getting a lot of um I don't think you're getting a lot of people coming to your first I'd date pretty, I'd pr- I like the, all of it well actually I kind of like all of that gnawing on a large block of communal cheese have you seen the cheese in our fridge? Yeah, that's got to stop. Hey, look, sidebar everybody, Daryl has recently taken to um, running out the door because he's been working really long hours and he just picked up uh, the recent block of cheddar cheese and just ate a chunk off the side of it. I ate tomato with it, so it's a balanced diet. You ate and your teeth marks were in our block of fucking cheese. Like, that's not okay. Could be worse. <laughs> I'm sure it could be, actually. I don't want to get into that. What have you got there? What have oh, you got for a shit. response? i got to read. Okay, l- let me put my glasses on. Okay, so Mr. and Mrs. Smith here have responded with we'd rather do something activity is good but we also agree with at sweet tea and whiskey that it depends on how much we've connected with the other couple or sorry the another couple that's true I mean and, that, and that's exactly correct what to your point you wouldn't want to do a escape room on a first date or you wouldn't want to be committed to a, a full dinner on a first date again you don't know if you're going to have a connection so and, and I'm not going to beat up Mr. and Mrs. Smith on the on their um their grammar at all that's uh <laughs> it's not appropriate on this show this is not a grammar this is not a grammar show it's not a grammar show. No. Okay. Yeah, I agree with it. What are your thoughts? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I've uh, I've challenged a few people to something crazy like going on a, um, a what was it, a, a uh, ski rope thing. What's it called? Ski oh, park. yeah, wake- wakeboarding. Going on a wakeboard park. Yeah, but nobody's taken us off I was going to say, yeah, those dates were fun. That was actually, that's actually mainly because the main reason we didn't do those is because my loving booze hag was hung over from the night before and we couldn't go. Mm-hmm. Probably valid. Yeah. All right. So remember, you remember we had a single guy who was willing to do that. Yeah, Lovely that's right. guy that he is. And then he moved countries, as as they all do. Um, yeah, we so, knew now him we, for what, so now he's dead to us. We knew him for, what, four weeks this time? Dead and then to he, us. And then he had to move countries. Yeah. Yep. What a streak there. Okay, a uh, fun Italian couple. Agree with the overwhelming majority. You know, minimal's best. Drinks are good. Food is bad. Be prepared to exit if need be. Now, this next bit. We've become so accustomed to disappointment that we save what is being described here for a second meeting after a public meeting. So, in other words, like all of the fun stuff. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I mean, look, it happens, right? People flake out. People are not what they say they are. They're different in person than they are on social media or they're different to what their profiles are. We've been disappointed when we've met people on first Jesus, date. I've been disappointed when I look in the mirror, you know, like <laughs> I'm not surprised people on the other side of the table went, what the fuck have we gotten ourselves into? I mean, we should update our photos. It's only been 26 years since we did them. No, I did them six, six months ago. I'm actually making a funny. Oh, okay. Well, I did them six months ago, so shut up. The dog's laughing, but you're not. I can't <laughs> understand it. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, look, agree. It, it can be disappointing. It's not uncommon, unfortunately. So we're going to go sweet tea and whiskey now. It definitely depends on how much we've chatted and what and what that chemistry has looked like. If it's minimal, drinks only. So um, 
I think sweet tea and whiskey and Mr. and Mrs. Smith should probably catch up for a drink sometime. <laughs> Just saying. It's the Love Podcast. All we're doing here is connections through sex positive speech. Thank you very much for tuning in. Sweet tea and whiskey, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, enjoy your date. Hence why I've got my sexiest voice on. <laughs> sexiest voice on radio. If you'd like. Yeah, I've got a head for it as well. You do too. Yeah. Especially now because you you're, uh, you know haven't shaved Oh, I've got a beard coming in oh, again, Pete. It's, it's fucking well. awesome. It's coming in. Re- it's, it's chipper. We should put my beard up as a photo for this podcast, I think. Or we can not. Yeah, no, it's looking great. It's not even, like, it's unkempt. It's like Geldof, sort of, you know, the beginnings of Geldof. It's getting in. Uh, uh, yeah, thank you. All right, the next one's actually from fellow podcasters. Uh, so Steak and Tequila, they said, we always meet for cocktails, never ever a dinner. That way we're not locked in for um, long if we don't click. And goddamn, has that happened a number of times? Yeah, again, we, we've fallen victim to that in the beginning. Not so much now. It's always drinks now. So we've never, uh, since since the beginning, I don't think we've actually made that error. But that's something that new people do tend to make, going for an actual sit-down dinner. Yeah, I've done a sit-down. I mean, we've done a sit-down dinner and still escaped just by saying, yeah, we're done. That's true, actually. Remember that really terrible terrible one back in Sydney and we You'll have to fucking narrow it down <laughs> and we just we just like yep halfway through like we're, we're not going to carry on we're, we're actually going to go thank you very much here's yeah. here's our half of the bill you guys are shit we're leaving yeah I think they, they, were, were, they were fighting right yeah they were fighting yeah uh, the, and they were overtly fighting it made it really hard I mean it wasn't crazy cokey lawyer standard <laughs> crazy cokey lawyer <laughs> she was a she was pretty cool yeah she was an absolute nut job yeah, but crazy and cokey. Yeah, that's true. But uh, yeah, they're saying it happened as well. So yeah, this is it's a common trend. So if you're out there and you're listening what, to this. They've met crazy cokey lawyer as well. Maybe they have met crazy cokey lawyer. If you're out there and you're listening to this and, you know, this has happened to you, don't feel disheartened. It's not uncommon. But, you know, there are, you know, better things on the horizon. Look, there is a rainbow right behind the, the cloud or whatever other things that people say to spruce up a conversation. Uh, you know, good stuff comes from this as well. What you're trying to say there is the grass is always greener. No, There's plenty I'm saying, of fish in the sea. There you go. Plenty of fish in the sea. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, I mean, that's certainly something to think about is how many fish there are in said sea. Um, Singapore f- Singapore is more like a pond than an ocean, I would say. With a lot of guppies swinging, swimming around. Well, there's some guppies. I mean, there's some big fellas as well. You just got to hook them. <laughs> um, who knows, says, nothing too intense for a first date. Uh, and where you get to chat to get to know the other couple. So, oh, that's a really good one, actually, because... There's nothing, nothing worse than being stuck in a, a loud fucking bar mm. where you're just standing there looking at each other or you leave the bar with no voice, something like what I might have right now. Yeah, actually, we, we I recall a date here in Singapore. I, I don't know if you remember this one. It was pretty soon after we moved here and it was a couple. It was their first or second date. They didn't live together and they took us to a nightclub yeah. for our first date. Yeah, that was tough. And you can talk to them, you can hear them. I mean, yes, you can obviously dance and look body language through dance is kind of sexy and fun anyway but it just was so not uh we didn't we didn't really learn anything about them we didn't understand them kate did communication through dance she was flailing her arms around like a chicken (laughs) hey the chicken dance is sexy Sorry, I was doing the zombie chickens from World War Z. World War Z. If anyone hasn't watched World War Z, there's zombie chickens in there. Well, they're actually humans, but they wander around flapping their their wings and you know chickening it up. Yes, but that is true. I mean, we've we've had that too. Yeah, like loud atmospheres or places where you actually can't get to know somebody, can't talk to somebody. They're they're shit as well. Next one is uh, Panky twenty three. So for us, we wouldn't want to ruin a good dinner with a bad date, and we wouldn't want to ruin a good play date with a good filling dinner 
really important there. So drinks, drinks it is. Like that's what that's what the options are. See, I'm curious about that because I don't think I've ever had a dinner that's big enough to stop me from wanting to have sex with somebody that I wanted to have sex with. But surely you don't feel sexy and like playful after a like have a six course degustation. Of, you've seen me full of pizza. That's when I'm my sexiest and most playful. <laughs> Seriously though, like you know, if you I'm go- being fucking serious. <laughs> So you've just I'm spent, happy post pizza. You've just spent, you know, three hours at like a one of those or you can drink or you can eat buffets, you know, whoa, like the real whoa, whoa, fancy back ones. Up, back it up. I'm talking about pizza. Yeah, I'm just talking about eating now. Oh, like, I'm to- okay. You said you've never felt like you weren't ready for sex after a big meal. I'm just giving you that example. Okay. So yeah. I mean I'd still go for it. You still go for play. Yeah. Yep. You just don't give any fucks, do you? Well, no. I mean, it's not just about that. I mean, if somebody sees me sans pizza and thinks I look all right and then I throw a pizza in and they think <laughs> I'm fucking hideous, then I'm kind of on some sort of borderline, aren't I? I mean, that's not that's not a that's that's not a normal thing, I don't think. Yeah, pizza's it. Pizza's pizza's fucking God's bread. Pizza is God's bread. Yes, it is. They should hand it out at the beginning of the at the end when you do you do your communion. It shouldn't be little wafers. It should be fucking pizza. Good, good old slice of pizza. Geez, you get a lot more people along. <laughs> yeah, you so would. <laughs> <laughs> Not a slice, just a little pizza. Oh, a mini pizza. Yeah, but oh, those are shit because you can never really get a good balance of like cheese and meat and bread and such. You know, there isn't such a thing as shit pizza. No, well that yeah that. But a, a fucking fun size, fun size chocolate. Yeah, there's nothing fun about a pissant little chocolate. I don't you just, know. You eat it and you're like, oh, fuck! I want another chocolate now. I found one the other day when I was sick on the couch, and I thought it was awesome. You found one? Yeah, it was in the cupboard. Oh, I don't even. <laughs> I don't even want it. You found a fun size fucking chocolate. Yeah, and I ate the fuck out of it. <laughs> okay. Okay. So. Always drinks and chatting. K and B. Always drinks and chatting. Mini golf would be fun if we met people before and or at a meet and greet. I'm adding an or in there just to get the grammar right. Um, <laughs> although that's never come up as an option. Never an escape room ever. I fucking agree. And that sorry, that's got. I'm taking this entirely out of context and saying that's probably just ever. Like that's got nothing to do with a date. Never an escape room ever. Yeah, you're not a fan, are you? Uh, I mean. As much of a fan as I am of sticking pencils in my anus. I've seen you do that a couple of times. Only three. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah, look, agree. Uh, Lolo Lady said the first the first you can escape from, pun intended, um, if they turn out to be crazy and not your kind of people, dudum, bah. I mean, look, common, right? Everybody's saying the same bloody thing, that it is just tappers and drinks. So, But I'm, but I'm bored. So what are the solutions here? Um, group. Roundtable masturbatory sessions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So a circle jerk. Circle jerk. Good old Sayo circle jerk. All right. Soggy Sayo, as it's called. <laughs> no, it's not. It is. That's a no, thing. No, it's fucking not. Fucking Google Soggy well, Sayo. I don't know if you're trying to take the piss now. No, Soggy Sayo. So Sayo, for those of you who aren't in the know, a Sayo is an Australian biscuit. That's a dry biscuit. Because you lie to me you like can't often. Eat, and you can't eat three sayos in under a minute. It's it's physically impossible because they're that fucking dry. You end up getting dry mouth and you can't swallow. Soggy sayo. It's a group of people sitting around around, and, and the person who orgasms last on the sayo gets to eat it. Oh, wait a second. So people come on the, on the sayo cracker. Yeah. That's fucking gross, man. That's so I, I gross. I didn't say it was awesome. Uh, okay. So I just looked up Urban Dictionary. and Soggy sayo. Soggy sayo. Wait for this, though. Game played by homosexual or confused young men, usually at boarding schools such as Trinity Grammar or Kings. Three or more people stand in a circle around a sayo, a square strain biscuit, and they wank. The aim is to not wank. be the, yep. oh, nice. the, aim is to not be is the last Australian. person it is who deposits their load on the biscuit so they must eat the sperm soil. 
spelled sayo, soggy sayo. Yeah. There was also, there's also another one called something pillow, like floofy pillow or something. And it's the same deal. But then you smack them in the face with the pillow. There's also a reference here that it's an Australian Navy custom. So I'm not, yeah, I'm, yeah, that's right. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. That and, you know, the beating that they copped when they crossed the equator. In the Navy. So, yeah, uh, everybody, get on down, recruits, uh, head on down to Australia, join the Navy, and, uh, you know. Eat yourself a soggy sayo. Eat yourself a soggy sayo. Yum, yum. Or just be like the rest of every other man in the world, come within three seconds and you'll be fine. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, okay, so the other thing I did ask... I've never been last. Have you not? No. Have you actually played that? No. Yeah, okay, right. Fuck, it's a, it's a game that's got to be on the bucket list, though. Really? No. Okay. <laughs> I was joking. Thank God for that. So cancellations, Daryl. How many times over the past five years do you think we've been cancelled on on either the day of or the day before? Like 15%. 15%? 15, not 15 and a half or 15. 15.5? 15.382. Yeah. Well, I asked, I said on Twitter, and again, all these polls, they're actually anonymous. So I made a point of saying that because I really wanted people to be honest here. But I said, have you ever used a liar an excuse to get out of a date because you simply couldn't be bothered, right? We had 208 people vote. 63% 63% said yes. How many times have we done that? Never, I don't think. I don't think we've ever done that. Um, no, once. Once and it was because we were supposed to catch up for a play date and you were about to fly out of the country, I'm going to say five or six hours later. So we would have had to have gone to see them, played with them, come back to the house, gotten your bags and then gone to the airport. And I think we were tired from going out the night before and I just wrote to them and I was like, hey, we're tired and, you know, you've got to go. That's so. not really an excuse. That's being honest. Okay, well. So, you know, I mean, not to bump a hole in your whole conversation here, but that's definitely not being dishonest. Well, that's the closest I guess we've come to it, right? Yeah. Okay. So that's uh, that's everything for... Even though there's been more than one time that I've wanted to say, fuck this noise, let's stay home and eat a bag of Doritos and watch pizza. the TV. Fucking pizza. Now I'm pizza hungry. Mm-hmm, I bet you are. Hopefully the plane I'm getting on has pizza. Hopefully it does. Bet it doesn't. Not. You're only on the plane for like an hour. Come on. Yeah, so I can get through a couple of pizzas in an hour. All right, guys, we're going to go on a break for a second here and then when we come back, we're actually going to talk about... You're breaking up with me? No, we're just... Sorry, I thought you said we're going on a break. It's a a pause. Oh, what, we're talking about dog's feet now? (laughs) Go on, tell everybody your joke. What's a pawpaw? What is a pawpaw? A dog dog's foot foot. And with that deliciousness, we are heading out on a break. We'll be back and we're going to talk about what our favourite dates have been uh, since we've joined the lifestyle five years ago. So see you soon. All right, guys, so we're back now. We're going to talk about some of our favourite dates, what we have experienced in the five years since we've been in the lifestyle and some of the ones that have stood out, I guess. You know, we've been on many dates that have been fantastic, met some amazing people, but these ones are a little bit different. They are different in terms of what we did on the date and kind of stood out as being fucking awesome, quite frankly. So, Daryl, what's one of your favourite memories of a date? Um, Good question. Okay, so probably for me, and and it was a surprise date for me, was when – our friends from Texas joined us in Mexico. They joined us in Mexico City. Mexico, yeah. That was what? Was was that last year or the year before? Mm. Last No, was that 2017? I, I, it was definitely a year. Yeah, that was 2000, 2017 that yep. was. Yeah. So that was certainly an awesome one because, um, you know, they got on a plane to come and visit, you know, me, realistically. And we'd only met them, what, five days beforehand or something yeah. like that? Yeah, and they're fucking awesome peeps now. I mean, they're stuck with us forever. What made Whether it? they want to be stuck with us forever or not. What? made that date so awesome for you um well for starters it was pretty relaxed it was away from home so we were kind of already in a in a um 
holiday mode, I suppose. So, you know, we'd been drinking and eating and, you know, I, I was actually already kind of pizza filled, if I'm going to be honest. I wasn't exactly at, you know, my That's trimmers. not true. We were actually eating crickets and stuff there. Yeah, but I was already, this is after going to oh, Desire, after Desire and eating, so eating for nachos, seven days. Yeah, true. I was as chock full of midnight pizza as anyone else. So, you know, um, they still found me sexy as well, so there you go. So it was because they it was a relaxed, it was a relaxed like, dinner, and then smell like salami. We gave them crickets for dinner as well, didn't we? We ordered some up. Yes, and just in case people are confused, we don't mean crickets as in us just sitting there looking at them in silence. No, I mean we insects, mean literal insects that you could eat. Yeah, yeah, Mexico. Yeah, delicious. And it was. They were. They were delicious, and they ate the crickets, and they didn't complain. If they did, we would have had to throw them out. Let's uh, okay of well, our bent hotel. Of our bent hotel. Let's stick with Mexico then and I'm going to give you a memory from last year from Desire last year and it was the massive group dinner that we had in Desire Pearl where we had a giant square table and You mean the one that was followed by a massive gangbang? Yeah, well, orgy. Orgy, sorry. Um, yeah, and it was just such a fantastic dinner. Everybody there was really vibing with each other. We had the entrees and then we all moved seats and when we... I'm just going to throw it out there and say it. We've got a clothing optional pool hotel takeover coming up in Miami. We've only got 20 rooms left. And if this sounds like your tribe, your people, you wanting to have some fun for three nights, four days in the sun, come and join us May 31st to the 3rd of June. We've got We Got a Thing, Casual Swinger, Expansive Connection. We've got the Hump Day Quickies and we have That Hot Couple in GA. So three nights, four days of fun in the sun for our Swingers Hotel Takeover in Miami. This is the last time we're hitting this location. So come and join us. We would absolutely love to see you. I just announced the themes inside of our community and they are going to be banging. We've also got the Casual Toys Luxury Playroom in the penthouse that's coming back for 2024. It is definitely a sight to be seen. So if you're all about having a party but making connections with genuine community, come and join us in Miami, head to libertineevents.com and find your way to the Miami event. So 20 rooms left. We'd love to see you guys come and party. Hang out with us this May, June in Miami Beach. Discover the remarkable journey of Anonymous John. No one likes feeling alone, anxious, or overweight. But John refused to let his circumstances define him. When his weight ballooned to a staggering 600 pounds, he made a choice to take control of his life. He began documenting his journey in his journal, and after shedding his first 103 pounds, he decided to share his story with the world. Through his journal, he offers inspiration and hope to anyone struggling with similar challenges. If you're looking to be inspired and uplifted, the Anonymous John podcast is for you. Join us on this journey of transformation and visit our website, theanonymousjohn.com. Sat in different seats for the for the mains and then di- different seats again for dessert. So you got a chance to kind of sit and talk to all the different people. But it was just fantastic. There was laughter. There was questions. There was, um, you know, just discussion. And it was just such an easygoing. Sexy conversation. Sexy conversation. Easygoing date. And it was perfect. And normally, you know, with that many people on, you know what, I would actually, even though we'd, we'd known each other from seeing each other at Desire, I'd still classify that as a decent first date. Because, you know, you're sitting around and you're having dinner and a meal and drinking and talking to everybody. And it was just super casual but sexy and and easygoing. So that was probably one of my favourites, like, for a bigger group date. And I'm going to go from there to to one of the weirdest fun dates we've been on, and that is going to a Harry Potter-themed cocktail-making bar in London. 
You're going to have that as one of your faves? Yeah. Oh, tell me why. Because I've never seen you so fucking happy or excited. Oh, okay. <laughs> My so, God, so when, they gave, when they gave you a wand, when they gave you a little wand, you... I could quite literally see the little girl glee in your eyes. Then a little it's bit. It's making of, me happy thinking about it right now. Then some pee came out. Yeah. A little bit of pee came out, and then you then you didn't realize that you got to keep it. And then they told you that you could keep it and use it, and you got even more fucking excited. Yeah, I don't know. I thought she was going to like give it to me and then take it away or something, but we got to use that's it through that's the whole. Pa- that's what your parents used to do. <laughs> Here, have a toy. Nah, nah, jokes. just jokes. <laughs> nah, jokes. Just kidding. <laughs> Assholes. Don't take it out of the box. Um, yeah, that was fun. I liked it. What? Did, so aside from well, you know, it's, you think it doesn't sound very sexy. Believe me, it doesn't sound. Um, but um, apparently, it became very sexy halfway through when the two ladies on the other side of the table decided that the wands could also be used to, um, like, well, no, that's, I went too far there. That they could use the wands to trick each other into magic kisses. <laughs> <laughs> True. No, that was that was such a fun time. Yeah, I liked. Who that. would have thought that Harry Harry Potter and and um, cocktails would make two ladies want to kiss each other? Well, here's the thing: cocktail making classes for the first date, then, because best of both worlds, you got drinks, but you've also got some form of activity, right? Yes. There you go. And you can just always top up the alcoholic percentage I of the cocktail like if you're sick of the people you're with. I feel like we've just actually come up with a beautiful solution to now. All you do have to do is find a cocktail making course in every city that you'll ever go to with potential for a date. I'm sure that somebody's already on top of that. Uh, guys, send me an email and let me know all the cocktail making classes in all of the uh, cities in all the world. <laughs> yes. All right, so that's yours. So let me see now. I'm going to now move over to actually a date that you weren't on, Daryl, a date that was just me. And it was in Washington, D.C., and I was hanging out with Jay and Kay from That Couple Next Door, and we took a Segway tour around the city. And that was fun for a couple of reasons. First of all, Kay had never been on a Segway before, so that was kind of fun. Second of all, your ass is just juggling up and down. You mean jiggling. Jiggling, thank you. Jiggling up and down. Because juggling is a totally different thing. My butt does that. Does it? I've heard it make noises, but none that are like that. Bit like that one, yeah. Yeah, that was just so much fun. And you, yeah, like you could see the butts kind of bouncing up and down. We got to try something new. We were laughing, joking, you know, swirling around each other, taking videos. Like that was a really cool date. Yeah, okay. I wasn't there. I can't say. FOMO. No. No, I'm actually just surprised you survived it. More than anything else. Hey, I'm I'm solid on a Segway. I'm pretty good. Certainly better than the five Americans that fell off the Segways. Where was that? That was hilarious. Shit, where was that? Spain? Spain, yeah. There were there were ten people, five of them Americans, and all the Americans managed to fly, fly their way off the Segway. That was pretty cool. You know, 61% of our audience who listen to stuff. Yeah, I know. I just Americans. thought, I, I'm not pointing out, I'm not saying that Americans are uncoordinated or anything. I'm just saying those five Americans are uncoordinated. <laughs> Americans in Spain on Segways are uncoordinated. Yes. Okay. It's quite a that's niche a, group. It's a there. very niche group. That, oh, sorry, in Spain on a Segway that was on the same Segway ride as us are uncoordinated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Excellent. What's another one you got? Um, well, I mean, one springs to mind, but I'm not sure it's because it's a positive or not. Oh, share, share, share. Well, no, it's it would be for you, I'm sure. As a, a, and we, we went on a, a, rock, a rock climbing and alcohol-fueled um, escape room mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. event. So that was um, – I'm thinking you really loved that. I did actually really like that. Why are you yeah. taking all the ones that like I have memories of? Because I'm running out of ones to talk about. <laughs> I don't have a, I don't have the memory for this. Yeah, I can't even remember the names of the people that go along with this. Oh bullshit! <laughs> so yeah, that that <laughs> was fun. Just kidding. That was fun. Rock climbing, escape room. 
That sounds amazing. Another one we did was a really fun recent dinner actually in New Orleans. So we had a really nice, lovely um, dinner, I would say. Did we have a dinner? It was flash fancy. Come on, let's be fair. And we're all dressed up. and Yeah, that was really nice. It was just such a great chat and sexy conversation. And we were all dressed up and looking fancy. And the meals were fantastic. And the wine was fantastic. We had cocktails. And it was just lovely. Yeah, it was lovely. Good people, good conversation. And it was sexy. And the the food was really good as well. Yeah, the food was good. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually really hungry. I'm going to go get some food after this. Yeah, like pizza. <laughs> no, mini pizza. Mini pizza. Mini pizza. No. Again, if you make the pizza, if you make the pepperoni pizza too small, one pepperoni covers the whole pizza, and then it's not pepperoni pizza. It's just steak on a sandwich. That is true. That is true. So that's the episode for the best swinger dates, guys. Do send us in your suggestions on what your best first dates are, and then maybe what you think a good second and third follow up dates are. You know, um, obviously this is not including things like actually, you know, going and playing or going to the hotel and playing and all of that sort of stuff, but just like actually trying to get to know people. Like, what are your thoughts? Send us an email. We'd love to hear from you. My best date, my best future date includes pizza. Oh, and if you want to take Daryl on a date, you know, just remember to give him some pizza and he'll be happy as a clam. Yeah, a fat little, happy as a fat little clam. Yeah, but Mm. remember also that if you are on the fence about Daryl, then if he does have the pizza, it may sway you either way. So just, you know, just consider that when you're creating your date. What I'm fairly confident in saying here is that if you're on the fence about Daryl, it's got nothing to do with his pizza belly. So we're going to take a break. We're going to come back and we're going to update you guys on we're some of the stuff. We're coming back again? We're coming back again after a break. We're going to update you on some things that are happening uh, with us and, uh, and then we're going to finish up today's episode. We'll be back soon. All right, so October was a huge month for our Patreon supporters. We actually put up a lot of exclusive content and we have a list here. Daryl, tell us who our new Patreon people are. Who do you want to thank? Well, I mean, I think there's a, there's certainly a few in here that I'm going to start with just because they've got weird names like Starpool. Starpool, thank you. I like you. Starpool. Starpool's Starpool. good. Yeah, Starpool sounds like a pool that I could swim in. <laughs> um, we've got Tara twice, so Tara Tara. Tara Tara. Do, is that a stutter or is it that the Tara did it once and That's, you wrote, wrote Tara I think I wrote Tara, Tara twice. Twice, twice yeah. yeah. So thanks, thanks twice to Tara. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Tara, you're obviously front of mind there for Kate, so um, <laughs> well done. Uh, Shane and Aaron, uh, now we know these guys as well. They're Sex on the Fringe. It's a blog that that Kate reads regularly. Um, I don't read it as regularly as, as, of, as often as Kate does, mainly because I run out of time between catching airplanes, apparently. Um, Carrie, and, Carrie and Dwayne, thank you very much for, uh, for your support as well. And uh, Jimmy also along the way, Keith, Amy and Doug, and Tara. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, so um, thank you all. Thank you all for your um, for your welcome, Patreon. It's really lovely to think that that you guys are willing to support us, uh, especially given it's been eight weeks since I managed to get on this end of a microphone even though Kate has been whipping me continually to get it to happen. Yeah, that's true. So, no, thanks, guys. We just put up a video the other day, actually. I did some videoing of our sex toy collection. I did a blog about it. So if you follow our newsletter and our blog, you'll see that I did a blog. But I actually took some video of our uh, toys and popped that up there as exclusive content. Which is well. probably the closest they've gotten to sex in the in recent history, actually, the the, um, the sex toys. There's a lot that we haven't used, i gotta be, I got to be honest. So we need to... No shit. Yeah, I was looking at them all the other day. That's why I, I made like, the statement that yeah, I made. There's that's a lot. Fair. 
There's probably 50% of our sex toys well, look, that have I, never been near, you, a, near a vagina or a penis. Your, you got your favourites, right? And, you you know, you kind of tend to... You get stuck on them. You do. You get stuck. No, you do. Oh, well, sorry. That was a finger-pointing <laughs> scenario there that you get stuck on Dude, them. thanks. All right, cool. You're like, it's the same clitoral stimulator every time. I'll have this one. And then that one broke. And then you were like, oh, I got you a new one. And you're like, this one's shit. I need to get a copy, the same of the other one, which is like 11 bucks from fucking Amazon. So true. So thank you very much, everyone, for listening. This has been a shorter episode. We wanted to get this out for you guys. The best swinger dates. Thanks for hanging in with us today for Swinging Down Under podcast. Really appreciate the hell out of you guys. Cheers. Absolutely. And just a heads up, our dog's licking the floor for some strange <laughs> reason. I'm not really sure why. She's, she's, she's a bit special. She's wandering around licking the floor. We love you, Penny. Thanks for helping clean our floor. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Hey guys, thanks again for listening to Swinging Down Under. If you're wondering why I'm overlaying music over the outro here, it's because the Singaporean government have decided for the third time this month, third time this month, to rip up the road and try to lay it back down. To wrap up, thank you for listening to The Best Swinger Dates. Of course, we did only talk about dating here. We didn't really talk about going to clubs or events because that is kind of a whole different kettle of fish. So a couple of things to wrap out here. I just wanted to mention that we are excitingly now over 50% sold out for Podcaster Palooza in May next year in Miami, of course. And I just wanted to shout out, thank you again to our sponsors, Double Date Nation. You can use code MIAMI there and that'll get you three months free access on their site. And of course, Playhouse LV out there in Las Vegas. Thank you so much, guys, for your support of Podcast. Now, we also have a couple of favors to ask you guys. If you are an AT&T mobile phone user, we found out that AT&T users, when they're on 3G or 4G services, so they can't access the Swinging Down Under website, our particular uh, internet provider out of Australia has uh, asked us to help them problem solve, basically. And so we're asking any users out there who are AT&T, if you can go to our website, swingingdownunder.com. If you have a problem accessing the website, drop me an email, cnd at swingingdownunder.com. I'd love to hear from you guys. All right, last but not least, I am hitting the road. We're actually going to Texas together, Daryl and I, to spend Christmas and New Year's in Dallas. But then I'm actually heading down to Florida. I do have some things I've got to do for Podcaster Palooza in Miami. But before I go there, I'm actually stopping by Secrets Resorts in Orlando. And I'm going to be there on the 3rd and the 4th of January. Now, the 4th of January, however, is going to be a massive party. I'm going there with Double Date Nation and Mickey and Mallory from Casual Swinger. So we're going to go there. We're going to be checking out Secrets Resorts. If you're in the area or you want to go somewhere, after New Year's, if you want to avoid the crowds, come and hang out with us on the 4th of January. We really want to experience uh, this resort together with a bunch of awesome people. So if you guys are there and in the area or you want to come, we'd love to see you on the 4th of January. Now, Secrets are actually doing us a big favor and with the double date theme, they are giving people a huge discount on site, 22% off if couples come together. So the whole double dating thing. So if you guys are there, please come and join us. I'd love to meet you guys. You know, I don't get to see a lot of people out here in Asia. So I would love to absolutely come and hug you guys meet you guys and learn more a little bit about your lifestyle journey if you're available that's the 4th of January so hit me up on my email again I will be putting that on our website soon so we can get people uh, to get the links through there but otherwise that's been another episode of Swinging Down Under please do go onto our website subscribe to our newsletter and hit us up we love your questions we love your comments and feedback we really appreciate the hell out of you guys thank you so much goodbye